0: Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Hello, welcome aboard, wherever you're listening, day or night across the world. I know I've got so many uh, good friends in the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom. Uh, The podcasting software these days gives you a heat map and you find where many of your listeners are and some people listening in obscure parts of the world as well. So welcome aboard, everybody. Please make sure you've subscribed. If you're hearing this for the first time today and you like what you're hearing and it gives you some encouragement as a Catholic teacher, please hit that subscribe button and share this around with a few friends. I have a crazy busy life, probably just like you do, and so I'm trying to simplify my life and, uh, and just get this podcast done each day and get it out there so your help in sharing this with people would help to simplify the immense complexity of sharing content in this crazy attention economy, what a concept, attention economy, where uh, attention is the most important thing so I better do a good job or the Holy Spirit I better do a good job, I'll make it the Holy Spirit's problem, makes, it much, makes my life much easier. So welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast and uh, what else? I'm doing some coaching for Catholic principals and people in leadership in Catholic education. So if you could do with some mentorship, some help with your school development, reach out. Send me an email, jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com. jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com. Or there should be a link floating around somewhere here on the podcast. Wherever you're watching this, there'll be links uh, or listening to this, there'll be links. So please go and check that out. Right. Yesterday, we talked about a beautiful quote from Gavin Ashenden which was really reminding us that the church is here to rescue people as we travel through the storms of history. Today, I just want to sort of develop that a fraction in terms of how we relate to our students. I had a beautiful experience last week. I went to uh, the Sacrament of Reconciliation Confession with a wonderful, wonderful priest who was actually the priest that presided at our wedding. As many of you will know, Catholic priests do not marry you they, uh, they witness your wedding. It's the only sacrament that uh, lay Catholics confer on themselves. Catholic trivia. So if any of you go to a Catholic trivia night tonight, you are welcome. But uh, this wonderful priest has been a huge part of our life for many, many years. And uh, just so grateful for great priests. So grateful for the sacraments. You know, uh, why am I Catholic? There are many, many reasons. But one of them is is just the sacraments. Without a sacramental church, why would you bother Without these profound, incredible, supernatural uh, impartations of grace into the world, why would you do anything else? And a uh, beautiful sacrament. And we are talking about stuff after confession, and he made a really beautiful point about self-saving. He made the point that, uh, you know, you need, we need to eventually realize that the challenges that we often have, the things about ourselves that we really want to change, come down to the realization that we are beings who need a savior. Such a simple concept, right? Everyone's like, Jonathan, that's it. That's all you have for us today. You're going to basically tell us that we can't save ourselves. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to say because it's really it's a really profoundly important concept. It's the sort of the essence of the gospel, really, that we were not capable of saving ourselves and that we required and needed a saviour. Why does it matter? Because... I talk sometimes to friends, uh, some people talk about sports, I talk about Neo-Pelagianism. Sometimes I talk to friends about Neo-Pelagianism. So Neo-Pelagianism, of course, is a heresy from the monk Pelagius, who argued that when Christ died, everything that he we needed for salvation was accomplished by him, which is technically true. And Pelagius then went a step further and said, if you're not living in total holiness and grace, it's simply, it's not Christ's fault, it's because you're not trying hard enough. So, like a lot of heresies, this then kind of washed out into a theology of works, of striving and forcing yourself harder, because basically you're sort of going, well, Christ did it all, he's done it, and if I'm not experiencing it, it's not Christ's fault, it's because I'm not working hard enough. And what this experience last week in in this conversation with my priest friend helped me to understand once again was the need for a Savior, that like many things in our Catholic faith, there is this compenetration, there is this mutual kind of flow where it's both and, by which I mean, yes, Christ's sacrifice on Calvary has opened the return to the Father's house for all of us. But we've got to be careful of not falling into that trap of believing subtly that really what we need to do is try harder and harder and harder. And what this led to me thinking about was the simple concept of no self-saving. So I actually have this reminder on my phone that pops up every single day and it says, Jonathan, remember, no self-saving. You need a savior. And it led, to me, led me to a kind of dependence. If you've heard me speak live to Catholic teachers, I talk about something called the path of dependence. The path of dependence. It's an attitude of heart, a posture of life, where we depend upon Christ for everything, so easy to say, right? Because you can hear me say that and go, Oh, yes, yes, Jonathan, I agree with you. I'm a committed Catholic. I'm a committed Catholic teacher, and I depend on Christ for everything. But do we really? Like, come on, seriously. How many of us deep down kind of just tweak the edges of reality a little bit to kind of just go, look, you know, I used to joke on stage. I go, most of us pray kind of like, you know, God's really busy running the universe, he's like the the Wizard of Oz, you know, when they pull the curtain back and he's kind of pulling all those levers, we're kind of like, God, I know you're really busy, but I just wanted to pray (laughs) and ask if you could help me here. See, what we actually need is a profound attitude of dependence, of Lord, I need you for everything, I need you for this day, I need you for the grace to overcome sin, I need you for the grace in my relationships, I need you for the grace of discernment in all areas of my life, It leads to a posture of life, a disposition of heart. What's this got to do with Catholic education? I'm deeply convinced that we have the chance to present a different modality of being, a different way of relating to reality itself. Yesterday I said that that the world that our students are presented with is extremely utopian, as cultural Marxism is in the ascendant, as it takes more and more cultural power you know, cultural Marxism is a, is a form of utopianism, right? That by creating victims and oppressors, we can right all wrongs and we can create a utopian society. Students of history will know that, of course, every time it's been tried, it ends in vast human suffering, great evil and wickedness and human tragedy. And, of course, the great joke is that, you know, for those still clinging on to Marxism, the idea is that, well, you know, Every other time it's been tried, they didn't do it right, so we're going to do it right this time. No, friends, we are frail and broken human sinners, and we are capable of great goodness and beauty, as the world of art, music, and literature shows us, but also capable of great evil and wickedness. So what I'm getting at here is that any form of utopianism presented to students, and it can be so subtle, it's presented these days in very subtle clothing, Uh, in terms of saving the world in any number of different ways. We cannot save the world. We cannot do it. We are beings who require being saved. Now, some of you will balk at that and say, so what do we do? Do we sit there and do nothing? Not at all. We participate. We, we participate with the grace of the Holy Spirit and the work that God gives us to do. But we need to disabuse ourselves of the notion that we are here to save ourselves or the world around us. We are dependent beings. So what I'm getting at here is for Catholic teachers to begin to gently inculcate this belief system into the lives of young people, or at least to present it, to present to young people this radical paradigm that we are dependent beings. We are in Latin, Capax Dei, beings capable of God, capable of the experience of the divine and openness to the divine. Just finished praying my morning rosary. It's um, Joyful Mysteries today. And, you know, the beauty of the incarnation, Mary's openness to the divine movement Mary's dependence upon the spirit Mary's fiat her great yes of cooperation that's the disposition friends Mary didn't save herself Mary didn't uh, save humanity she participated in God's salvific mission into humanity and into the human story So that's what we're looking for. So I pray that as you go about your work as a Catholic teacher today, you can gently suggest, just in moments of prayer, moments of discussion, moments of modeling this dependence yourself, that we can help students and staff and colleagues and family and friends and principals and bishops begin to realize once again that there is no self-saving, that we need a saviour, that humanity needs a saviour, that history needs a saviour, and the good news is we have one, and we just need to keep pressing more deeply into His grace and presenting Him ever more fully to every young person we encounter through the vocation of Catholic education. All right, that's it for me today. God bless you, my friends. Go and grab that uh, free coaching call if you're in leadership, that mentorship call. Um, there's a whole bunch of other links floating around here. You can get free access to our Catholic Teacher Formation Program. You can book me to speak. I'm back speaking. Friends, God bless you, everybody. My name's Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast podcast. Well, I'm going to talk to you again tomorrow.